Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, <laughs> a category we've never covered I, I, I know I that you guys are just going to love our discussion today with my guest. We're talking boobs. I know I said it. I actually said it on podcasts, recovering boobs, like bras. And I, 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 we've never covered it. 300 plus episodes. And I'm so excited to finally um, have a guest on to talk about this category of fashion. Um, the CEO and founder, Annette Azan, she has started and launched and been growing an incredible brand called Nudie Systems. I know, like, nudie sounds kind of interesting. I can't even wait. Annette, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much, Justin. And yes, you know, this is a huge category. So I'm happy to be here. And um, it has a lot of relevance to at least half of the population in this world. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had so much fun like researching you and then like your company and like some of the tongue in cheek things you do are, are like hilarious. Uh, yeah. For those who don't know Nudie System, nudiesystem.com, which is N U U D I I S Y S T E M.com. Um, uh, they say they're the it's radical innovation for boobs. I mean, I and I'm not the expert. Um, I have a lot to learn and maybe we'll all learn together today. Um, so, Annette, let's start with this. You have an incredible background in fashion, what, 25 plus years. Share a little bit about your journey before launching the company. Sure. I, um, you know, I had these high hopes when I was younger. I was a dancer um, throughout my, you know, uh, early years. And just, you know, when I was deciding to, you know, what, what do I want to study in college? And I really thought, I, you know, I, that I wasn't that great of a dancer, even though I loved <laughs> dancing, and I still do. Um, but my other love was fashion. So I ended up uh, coming to New York and going to the fashion industry um, institute for uh, fashion and actually studying merchandising. Um, I, I was didn't never had an affinity for sewing. Um, if you had seen me in class in um you know, i had to like I, I made the easy route in home act and did you know soda a wrap stirred oh, <laughs> so, nice. Like, nice. by no ways am i designer but i i did have a very kind of visual sense you know good with numbers and i and i kind of uh, thought i was a little bit of a, a visionary so so i ended up going to the fashion institute and in a great time in the 80s like the beginning of the 80s which was a fun time to be in new york absolutely a lot happening in absolutely. fashion and a lot happening with art and i was I, I just felt so grateful to have that background um and so after i left uh fit i actually went to work for um who somebody who is still my mentor today, Diane Benson. She owned Comme de Garçon at the time in Soho, and she owned a, um, a boutique on Madison Avenue called Diane B, and also two in Soho. And she was the first person to ever bring in um, very edgy designers like Jean-Paul Gaultier and Castelbajac and Dolce & Gabbana and all these fabulous names we know today, Azadina Malaya. And so I really had a colorful and very uh, unique 
um, start with my career. That's incredible. <laughs> it's great to be in that industry and know it, you know, and have worked in it, right? If you're going to launch a brand in it, because there's so many unique aspects of, of how you bring a product to market and meet a consumer need. So uh, you have often said, and in my homework on you, that what, you're, what you've done here is, is brought together and launched an option between the bra and the braless. So how did you go from working from big brands and kind of working your way up into through retail to deciding you're going to launch your own company? company? Well, you know, I came, um, I came from a family of entrepreneurs. In fact, my, my father, um, owned a panty factory. Oh. So, you know, this is something that was not, uh, unusual for me. I, I always felt like, you know, it, it just felt more steady than actually working for other people. Um, but you know, nudie, as I mentioned before, I wasn't, I didn't grow up. I wasn't a fashion designer. I was actually in the business of fashion. Absolutely. So, you know, nudie was born out of my own organic need to wear a wedding dress. <laughs> Interesting. You know, you know, I just love this. I kind of feel like I'm repeating the Spanx story, you know, with she wanted to wear her white pants. I wanted to wear a wedding dress. Absolutely. So this wedding dress, and this was back in 2011, I have to say it was a long time ago getting remarried and i had a dress that was super thin and sheer and very skin uh, bearing so very low on the sides and very low in the back and i could not find anything to wear underneath it i i reworked that gown with my uh, seamstress so many times to see if i could get around the issue and i couldn't i bought another hideous dress just in case i couldn't find a solution <laughs> But I just use, it was kind of like one of those out of the box moments. You don't know what you don't know. I said, I wonder if I could make something, you know, I didn't say, you know, what, I wonder if I could make a bra because that's not right. what I was thinking. I just needed to, some thin layer between myself and my guest. Got it. So, <laughs> so I went to the uh, five and dime, actually, I was in the Hamptons at the time and found some fabric never used for boobs. And I hand sewed with my two daughters, oh. uh, the first day. And the minute I put it on my body, I have to tell you, I looked around the room and I said, I cannot believe nobody came up with this. And knowing what I know about retail, I said, oh my God, I wish I had had something like this. I could have sold so many more clothes. So, <laughs> you know, it was, or I hate to say, say it, but you know, because it's so true, but an aha moment when I went, Wow this is really something because I could sensate something was there. I looked totally natural. I didn't look like I had a quote unquote bra on. Right. And it really solved my problem. And I knew it would solve a lot of other women's problems. Okay. Got it. I love it. And, and what a cool background and story. So explain the problem it's solving for guys that are listening that may not, mm -hmm. un <laughs> that may not understand, help us understand like, why it why it's amazing and and so needed yeah so this so this fabric that has never been used for boobs actually has a 360 degree stretch and it's the thinnest fabric ever used for the top half half of your body got it so it basically hugs your unique shape which which bras just to tell you a little backstory on bras bras were actually uh created to reshape us Mm. And you wonder why Don't think it's I uncomfortable, that. right? right. You know? So in the 20s, when bras came out, they were actually like little handkerchiefs that you, you know, bound yourself to make yourself flat, like, you know, the, the flappers were big. And then in the 40s, they were like bullets, you know, you know, we could have been used for the army at the time. <laughs> and then, you know, in the 70s and 80s, you know, they came the, the wonder bra, which right. you know, made us 
bigger and higher. And I don't even know what that was about. Um, just crazy. It's like, oh, here we are coming into the work world and we've got this, this armor on. Right. So you know, throughout the years, that's what bras were about. It wasn't about just allowing you to be your natural shape. So this is what Nudie is here to do. It is the only thing on the market, and I really say that, that hugs your unique shape. One boob could be bigger than one. We all have different shapes. And you know, <laughs> if you don't like your shape, nudie may not be for you. <laughs> but if you want to embrace and get back connected with your body, nudie is perfect for that. So that is why wow. we say it between bra and braless, because it's we're creating a completely new market. Love it. I love it. Very cool niche. Um, so the first nudie in 2011, as you shared, yeah. then you launched the product in 2019, only uh, two years ago, which is pretty awesome. So in the period of time in between, was it, hey, I'm going to think about it? Was I'm going to do research? Was it, I'm going to th- figure out how to productize this? What did that look like? <laughs> I'm sweating, sweating when you ask that question. Right. Oh my God. So first it was, I after the wedding, I went back to the drawing board. I didn't even go on a honeymoon. I went back to the drawing board and actually started to um, create two other prototypes. You know, again, not a designer, just like hand-sewn um, that, would, that would actually meet a need for the fashion industry. Like, you know, there were low backs. Sure. And you know, I did this, I did a strapless, whatever. And I tried my darndest to get my seamstress to make my hand sew nudies on a machine, and she could never get it right. Interesting. There was so much nuance to the product. So it took me five years to actually find somebody who had very deep um, uh, experience in the development of bras and activewear, who um, we came together. She saw me try on my first prototype. And that was back in 2015 and said, I'll, 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 I'll join you and I will help you make this real. And so, you know, it took us three and a half years of dedication. And when I say dedication, I mean, we, you know, had to find factories that would believe that this could be done because it's never sure. been done. We would go in with our prototypes and they would think we were crazy. And so that <laughs> took a while to like talk them into it. And then it took basically what? three and a half years of trial and error and testing on over 500 women oh my to get to the place where we were actually going to launch on Kickstarter. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I want to get to that in just a moment because that's yeah. an incredible story. During that time though, like, so you had someone that you'd found a produce, a manufacturer, I'll call it, or a, right, a partner to help yes. d- to mm-hmm. take it from design to actual finished product. And then how did you get people to try these? Were these friends and family or did you have to reach out? Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, what did that I look wish like? I had enough fam- friends and family of 500 people, but no, literally we always had a nudie in our pockets. Oh, got it. Okay. And we had a, a team of three of us by that point because we had to actually, you know, hire a young designer who's really um, magnificent with you know a real thinker and a, you have to this is about innovation so this is a technology and we had to come up with ways of manufacturing it because it had never been done so Got it's not it. made in a raw factory so um but we had a nudie in our pocket and every woman that we found that would go into the bathroom i mean we just have like <laughs> we could have we could have had a show just on trying nudies and trials like oh we've been gosh. in every public bathroom that there is with women trying nudie on and that's really how we got to what works, what doesn't work. And then we would ask them to, you know, we got women to sign on to trial it, meaning like wear it, wear it to work, sure. it, you know, running around with your kids, et cetera. And then we would just tweak it and tweak it and tweak it. That's amazing. Um, and that's how we got to a product that doesn't have any sort of hardware or adjustments right. for the general, not for everybody, because nothing's for everybody, but for the general public. So we 
we launched with three sizes, which basically covered 21 bra sizes. Okay. So this is where, yeah, this is where I'm not the expert. Um, and, so, and so, yeah. and I, I have to ask, so, I mean, it's, how'd you come up with nudie? And for those that don't know, nudie, N-U-U-D-I-I system. How'd you come up with oh, nudie? Oh, no, I love this. So I, you know, because of the fact that when you put it on, you feel nothing. You, you feel know, nude? You feel nude. Which <laughs> You're, I'm, a, nude. I'm a nudie. I feel nudie right, right now. <laughs> which is great for some women and, and others. It's unnerving because when you're used to going from um, armor, which is a bra, <laughs> armor. to the feeling of true freedom, which is nudie, it, you know, some of us are ready for us. Some of us have to kind of feel into it. Like I, I have so many amazing stories where women feel completely vulnerable and say, oh, I'll wear this at home or wear it sleeping, but I'll never wear it out. And then <laughs> yes, two months they, feel later, they feel like a yeah, nudie. Two months later, they're calling us <laughs> and saying, oh, my God, I'm wearing it to work because I can't wear anything else. Like they just come back to their natural feeling and they no longer feel vulnerable. So nudie came out of that. Like, you know, I really feel nude. But what's interesting is when I first um you know, when I first made that first prototype 11 years ago, nudie had actually been uh, owned by someone, you know, that wasn't using it, but in Australia. So literally every month I would go and see if, you know, GoDaddy had it. Yeah, it if it would like open up, right. Right. And it did open up. It took 12 months and it opened up and I bought it and I was like, <laughs> oh, oh my God, wow, I can't believe it. So it was super exciting. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Um, so then back to your story, um, you, you, you work all this time to, to tweak and redesign and get it to a place where you're ready to launch. Um, you decided to do Kickstarter. And I, I read here after the launch, you sold more than $750,000 of merchandise in 30 days. Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, so how did that happen? Like, uh, what, what did you just have already some pent up demand and it's like awareness? Or how do you how do you do that with a Kickstarter campaign? You know, the universe is so like magical because it I is. think that if, if everything had fallen in place, you know, back in 2011, I could have failed because I think it was the market wasn't ready for it. But if you fast forward, when we did the Kickstarter in 2020, obviously this was great timing because sure. I mean, we, we lined up everything. So our campaign was three months of dedicated work of, um, you know, making sure that we were reaching the audience of women, which are predominantly on Kickstarter, like the 25 to 35. So, you know, what is the copy like? What are the photos like? You know, when you're, when you're also, um, you know, nudie is new. We wanted to make sure that people understood it was not a bra and how it was different. We also had to have a killer um, video, which we lucked out by having this amazing, um, amazing company that we worked for. And they came up with a exactly what we needed, which was somebody that was funny, or <laughs> video, right? Funny, right. edgy, told it like it is. I mean, that's really what our right. brand is. Like. We're that's not what I love. I, words. Totally. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And the boob fairy was loved by women. <laughs> so, you know, men bought nudies. Right. As much as, no, Me. I'm not going to say as much as women, but we had quite a lot of men buying nudies on Kickstarter. It was amazing. And we also sold into 40 uh, countries. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. So were you prepared for that? So great news. We got lots of early sales on Kickstarter. Could you make that product in time? You know, was there an issue there? Yeah. Did you have to scale? What did that look like? Yeah. So, you know, we did a little um, kind of test um, before we went to Kickstarter. We had a test website. You had to have a password to go in. And we wanted to make sure that the manufacturing is right because Kickstarter 
you know, some people go in just kind of winging it, but you know, totally. we're, we're both professionals, like everybody that was involved were professionals. We're not going to go in and wing it, right? We, we, we need right. to know that we are going to produce merchandise that's good and blah, blah, blah. So we had, uh, our manufacturing was right. So we were ready with everything. <laughs> we <laughs> nice. pushed that button that morning <laughs> and we did $50,000 in the first two hours. Wow. I mean, t- I kind of Were you like, oh my gosh. Or were you yeah. like, yeah, uh, I kind of knew really, it was going to be no. good. It was 30 days, no sleep because you know, 30 days <laughs> right. with three people and you are on 24 oh, seven because God. it's around the world. Right. So you're answering people who are coming out and you know, you're, you want to answer them as quickly as possible so that they can get to like buy their movie. Right. Um, it was, it was like fast forward retailing basically or Amazing. fast forward um, e-commerce. So yes, we were prepared. You know, we had ordered our yarns. I have to tell you that um, funnily enough, our goal in our minds was actually 750. Oh, interesting. Wow. Okay. And we ended well, up like 748750 or wow. something like that. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so you're off and running, you're fulfilling orders. Like at that point, was it, hey, let's go talk to retail, let's sell direct to consumer? Like, how did you think about the channels? Um, and how are you thinking about those? This is not, I mean, this is only in the last two years. Yeah, well, to to ramp up to um, because it was over like 16,000 nudies that we had sold, so it took us a while to produce those, right? So it took us like four months. So what we sure. did was we rolled our Kickstarter campaign into our Indiegogo on demand and continued to raise another uh, two thousand two hundred thousand dollars. Got it. Um, because we were, you know, we had to deliver. So basically, it was like six months, base a million dollars. Once we fulfilled all of that. We were then ready to open our e-commerce site. Got it. And what we did was we took all of those people because we had we had people that went from Kickstarter and actually reordered on Indiegogo, which was I thought amazing. Oh, interesting. But, okay. You know, because you weren't getting your product right away. It wasn't like you right. were going on e-commerce and you were shipping the next day. So that's how much they loved it. So what we wanted to do was open up e-commerce and then all of our um all of our backers were our VIP customers and we just allowed them to come on our site organically. Uh, and we did some email campaigns to reorder. So for two months, we were just there to place, um, to fulfill all of the reorders of all of our fabulous backers from around the world. And then we started an advertising campaign to let others in the world right. know about nudie. Build the nudie brand. Yeah. Um, and and you know, our timing was so funny because we started advertising in April of 2020 literally <laughs> COVID weeks before <laughs> yeah. the world shut right. down. Hey, but everyone went online, wanted to shop on e-commerce, right? Yes. Yes, for sure. Yeah. It was bittersweet. No, I was going to say, okay. So you also though did a pop in at Nordstrom online store, which is very cool. Uh, 84% sell through, which is amazing. How do you think about now? Um, you know, markets opening up people back out in New York shopping. In fact, I love the Nordstrom, uh, there in, in Midtown. Um, yes. how, how do you think about, uh, retail channels for nudie versus e-commerce? Yeah, well, we're doing, um, you know, so we've been catching up ever since, you know, COVID right. with basically having enough merchandise for e-commerce. <laughs> right. now we're just, we are just catching up. We just actually started a manufacturer, not just here in the U.S., we now manufacture in Turkey. Oh, wow. So we have two lines of, um, of uh, manufacturers, which is great. So now we can actually start thinking about going forward into wholesale in a real way. And we are, so we are packaging is changing. So nudie 
is really being rolled out more like a CPG brand. So, sure. you know, you never need to try it on. That's the beauty of Moody because our, our sizing system and the way it fits is really superior than any kind of other uh, bra-like product. So it's going to be a sealed packaging, which will be ready to sit into a Sephora. So Sephora, if ah, you're very nice. Thing, yeah. you would be beautiful right sitting right there as you go out to check out. <laughs> totally. Um, you know, in, uh, in hotels, in uh, airports, we're planning on you know really rolling it out in yeah, a yeah airport retail would be great yeah so we so wholesale is on the horizon and that is for 2022 we're back with speaking with Nordstrom um, to be on their site and to really help um, women find something that eases their whole life and that that really expands their closet so they'll be able to wear a lot more fashion than they thought they could ever wear. <laughs> love it. I love that. Um, and so here you are a couple years in. Um, have you had to lean on others in terms of, you know, navigating? You knew the industry, but kind of navigating production and manufacturing and marketing and whatnot. Or did you have most of that skill set? Like, what does it look like from, a you know, the teaming perspective? Yeah, so I started to build uh, my team out uh, last April, which I had again wonderful people to um, to actually tap into because a lot of people were furloughed. So ah, got it. Um, yeah, I mean, I just I hired somebody straight out of the you know kind of bra industry uh, who's like our head of customer journey and brought our. Um, social media person in-house and you, I have a marketing arm that's, you know, that's not within our company, but with outside and then hired a new designer who is just like amazing. She's really the, the person to take us to the next level. So there's a lot happening in terms of our team, but I don't know everything. I mean, I know what I know really well, <laughs> sure. but I have also learned a ton, a ton. Totally. Um, but we have a team that is literally so inspired every day. Um, we're scrappy, we're hungry, uh, <laughs> and, and we love what we're doing. It's obvious you guys have fun too. <clears throat> I yeah, think it's, yeah, it's great. a lot of <laughs> huge, yeah. huge part of uh, a, a, a great business. Um, I always love to ask our guests, like, what would be two or three of the biggest pieces of, of advice or lessons learned uh, that you've picked up over the, the couple of years now that you've had the business going? And, and, and I realize it's still early days, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, what does that look like for you? And, and how, what would you offer to our audience? So <laughs> I would say first and foremost, um, you know, building a company is like a marathon. It takes stamina. You have to, uh, if you're always looking at kind of the end point, uh, you would, you'll be exhausted. It's too overwhelming. Right. So I really, it's like one foot in front of the other one, you know, then getting to that next, um, you know, getting to that next milestone, hitting it, getting to the next. I mean, I, I think to myself, okay, I've been, you know, this has been six years now, I would have gotten burnout already. Um, so that, right. that's it takes, time. it takes time. It takes time though, time. right? It's like, we see these companies and you're like, oh my God, oh, where do they come from? And then you really look, you know, you, if you look at their stories, a lot of these brands have been around for many years. It's just that now we're discovering them. Sure. Know? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I would say, you know, the other thing is um, that, uh, you know, get mentors. I have, I have an incredible group of mentors, my old mentors from way back when, when I started, they're still my mentors today. Um, you know, and then also, you know, new mentors, get mentors. They can be really you know, there for you. You need somebody to, especially when you're kind of, I, first of all, as a group, 
uh, like, yes, I'm the CEO, but we kind of, I kind of like tell my group, anybody can be CEO. So we really bounce every, everybody bounces everything off of everybody in, in the group. And we always come to, um, uh, we always come to a direction together. Um, and, uh, so also to have a really great, great team members. Well, I love that. Some awesome advice. I, I love this thing I read that you guys wrote. It says, we say, we say BS on bras who for the last hundred years have been reshaping and restraining our boobs. Enough yes. is enough. If you want to embrace your unique shape and experience boob freedom, we invite you to join us. I mean, like, that's a great bottom line. I love that, Annette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, why you know why do why do they exist? I mean, because <laughs> nobody's re-innovated yeah. them like you have. So there you yeah. go, <laughs> disrupting yeah. the industry. Um, yeah. Hey, share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, buy your product, etc. So we're at nudisystem.com. That's N-U-U-D-I-I. Use for the boobs, eyes for the nipples. <laughs> system. And that's where we are. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We have an amazing Pinterest. A lot of people don't know that. Our Pinterest is super fun. You can kind of like dive into the brand there as well. And uh, yeah, so we're all over. Okay, wait. I have to say, you said use for the boobs, eyes for the... Nipples. (laughs) Nobody forgets the two eyes when I say that. I had to make sure I heard it correctly, even though I have great headphones on. Oh my God, I love it. Okay, so Annette, this has been so great having you on the podcast. Um, it's been so fun unpacking your brand. Thanks to your PR person, Amanda Hotch. For those that don't know, like the like 90% of the people that come on the Contender Cast are, are presented by a, a PR person. And Amanda is like amazing. Um, we just had an incredible conversation before we hit record today and, and she works with Annette. And so uh, thank you, Amanda. Um, Annette, it's been so great having you on. I hope you'll come back on down the road. I mean, like I said, your early days, you've got a lot of stories to, to share with us down the road. We'd love to have you back on. Thank you, Justin. This was so much fun. Thank you. I really appreciate the time and the attention on nudie. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. <laughs>